Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can listen to our Warren Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And Warren Radio is now on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music and Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Cast. And do not miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Christian Clarity in an Unclear World Christian clarity is needed when we are living in such an unclear world, a world that anything goes, a world that has thousands of Christian denominations. The ship of state and the judgment of God as given to the people of the book to understand the biblical judgment and issues facing America. Many will rejoice at hearing of judgment of, of many will rejoice at hearing of judgment of God on this nation. American agenda expunged. Battleground and the American agenda. The plan is far from finished and a group of patriots in America will obliterate those who try to destroy what this country was founded upon. And the following are the latest posts on warn-usa.com. Do not miss this post, Last Day's America Coup Gospel Hope Advocacy at Warren Radio. Last Day's America on Classic Warren Radio brings that abiding truth which all true believers in Jesus Christ have. No matter what comes, the hope of Christ Jesus never dies nor fades. And do not miss our latest Warren Radio episodes from the week of March 22nd through March 24th, 2023. Servant Disciple Persecuted for Christ Prisoners Freed Global Gospel News War on Warren Radio. Declaring His Generation, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 166 on Battle Lines. And Condemn Innocent Blood Revelation, Throne of Iniquity, Part 6 on Warren Radio. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana G. Smith. Everything was okay, or so they thought. A truth so unbelievable, it took a miracle to fight back. Don't miss The Rising. The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black op sniper 
and details the takeover of America. Hidden within the storyline of the Rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. And you can get your copy on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, Ingram, Walmart, Angus and Robertson, and the ebook can be found on Google Play. And you can also get your copy of The Rising by going to DanaGlynSmith.com. And while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. Yeah, it's... Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, I'm doing good. Here we are again. Yes, We're getting close to April. Great to be here. It's the yeah. 29th of... March. March, yeah. Yeah. Got stuck there for a minute. And uh, April Fool's Day next Monday, I believe. No, it's Saturday. Is it? You're kidding. No. April 1st is Saturday. Oh. What's that joke about? That's the um, day of... uh, That's the atheist day? April Fool's Day? (laughs) Because the Bible says... Yeah, what's... The Bible says that only a fool doesn't believe in God or something like that. A fool says there is no God. Yes. Well, we're looking up front, declaring his generation. That is Isaiah's prophetic book, part 166. Now, Tower read that uh, as far as our, you know, reminding you that that is the shows we did last week. And this is also a featured post. uh, And, and, what I mean by that, I go over the posts that are on our websites. We got two. Warren-USA.com and that's where the Warren Radio is. That's where all of our um, uh, audio is and it's also where a lot of posts are. We've got a lot of posts over there. And then on Dana Glenn Smith or the Watchman Institute, that's the WIBR. So that's where we get the WIBR Warren Radio. And so we like to feature these. And, you know, we are on a lot of different uh, places to listen to us. And, uh, you know, I think one of the favorites is uh, Spreaker. But, you know, we also are on so many others 
But this particular one, declaring his generation. Now, this is from our long-running Isaiah series. And, uh, you know, this is quite an extensive batch of audio we have for this. 166 episodes so far. And this week is 167. Now, this is last week's. Declaring his generation is this week's catchphrase of the suffering, enduring, and redeeming effects of the Lord Jesus, Yahshua, as he went through the death on the cross. Now, I might take a stop here because this particular uh, section is in Isaiah chapter 53. And Isaiah brings the entire story to light in this glorious section. It's just a great section. Because you can literally take the prophecies that Isaiah talks about. You can go right into the New Testament, which we do in this series. And we will show you where they are. And you'll begin to see how scripture is fulfilled. Prophesied on the one hand, fulfilled on the other. And so it's it's just an amazing, amazing section here. Um, of course, if you're born again and truly know the Lord, if you're not, you know, you're not going to want to listen anyway. So, but this is a great section. And of course, we we talk about the death of the cross, the resurrection, the triumphant work, uh, which sets all those free who believe on his name and what he did. And, you know, as our world and our own nation in America face the end of days, uh, prophecy is coming to life faster than ever. And you and I are sitting on the precipice of the fulfillment of all things that our Lord told us. That's right. And so, here, declaring his generation was left to the apostles. And we find that in there. And I'm making a point to bring that up because that is very, very important. So you're going to have to listen. Go over there and, uh, you know, you can start at the beginning or you can start, you know, where we're at now. But uh, there's a lot of episodes. You can download them if you want to. And uh, we will be changing a lot of this in the future because we're getting so many of them. And uh, so we're going to, we're going to still have it, but... uh, we're looking at upgrading we've already upgraded the websites but we're looking at doing a few other things to them so uh, be sure to check out our uh, at warren-usa.com get right on the front and you'll see a slider you'll also see uh, uh, the posts and uh, you can clearly find the posts it made, And you can also get up in the nav bar on warren-usa.com. And that's where we have a lot of featured series that we have. And we do a lot of series. And so you can, you can listen to them and go up in the nav bar and find them. So be sure to check out warren-usa.com and check out this one. It, it, it'll be right on the front page, Declaring His Generation. Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 166. And personally for me, uh, I, I think that uh, these, uh, this one in, that we're doing in Isaiah 53 is just a, a diamond. You know, it's just great. And 
you know, if you've never heard this and uh, and presented this way, uh, you're you're going to really like it. So uh, check it out. Check all the episodes out, and you can take your time and listen to them. But it's going to take you a while if you're going to listen to all of them, because we've got 166 one-hour episodes, and uh, that's going to take you a while. So we're also going to be looking at next, uh, I've got something that comes from Jeff King, International Christian Concern. And uh, you know, I like to get these. He sends them out and we we have quite a number of these that uh, Warren Radio uh, supports we send money to the you know because we're an advocate for the persecuted church and we like to get funds over to these people and these all these ministries that we deal with they all have boots on the ground in other words there's someone that represents them you know exactly what they're doing and so uh Last December, <clears throat> 13 Christian families, and this is what Jeff writes. He says, Dear Dana, and then he says, Last December, 13 Christian families were violently driven out of their village in India due to their faith. Now, this happens a lot. We just did a, another story not too long ago of, of the same thing happening. I mean, it happens. This is what happens. So if we're looking at America, you know, and and it is in turmoil, there's a lot of trouble in America right now. And uh, I'm not going to get into the political aspects of it. But, you know, needless to say, um, this kind of thing goes on globally where Christian families are driven out and and. In India, when this happens, it, it's one reason only, their faith. They're Christians. And uh, despite immense pressure from fellow villagers and the village chief to deny their newfound, newfound faith, the Christians remain steadfast. And... Uh, one of the villagers said that even if he has to die, he will be ready, but not deny his faith in Christ. Sadly, the threats that he and his fellow Christian villagers are facing are very real. Today, will you set aside a moment to join us in prayer for these 13 courageous families? And I ask you to pray for the persecuted church. It's very, very important, and uh, we we do pray for all of these, and uh, you pray with us and even you know in the future pray for the persecuted church and uh, this comes from Jeff King president of International Christian Concern and uh, it's it's amazing what when you look at the amount of these kind of organizations and what they try to do and so that's that's really important. So I <clears throat> I think that 
you know, of all the shows that we do, and uh, our advocacy show is on Wednesdays, and we do the our own recording in our studio, and then I get it distributed to wherever it goes. And uh, then on Thursdays, we have our Isaiah series, which is long-running. And then uh, Friday morning, uh, I have another one, Sound the Show Par, which right now it's doing the Throne of Iniquity. And so we have a lot of these things ongoing all the time, three days a week, in-depth, intense, um, Bible studies, biblical. We take this very, very serious and uh, very, very refreshing. I mean, it's just like when you're looking through like what we've been covering, it is it is so such a blessing, and it's so real. And uh, so I admonish you, stay in there with the Lord, look to Him, and check out warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. We have articles on both sites. Uh, you can listen to the shows over on Dana Glenn Smith because we have an embed over there. Uh, and uh, we also put them up on Blog Talk Radio. Um, you know, we're on Spotify. I mean, there's just a lot of them we're on. So, you know, chances are pretty good that we're on a platform that you're familiar with. So look for Warren Radio, or another one we go by is Visions Advocacy. Um, but usually you can find it at Warren Radio. So pray for the persecuted church. And so are you ready for yours, Tower? Yes. Okay, go ahead. This story comes to us... Um, via godreports.com I I think this is an exciting story it's um, a demon possessed refugee girl set free in Lebanon the Muslim uncle of a 17 year old girl under demonic influence was upset when local missionaries arrived at the door of their home in a Syrian refugee camp it was the Islamic month of Ramadan, and she had reacted violently when a Muslim cleric attempted to help her, according to a report by Christian Aid Mission. The cleric had been met by the young woman's screams and her aggressively pushing him away from the home. A local ministry leader says, was recounting this story, as he began to leave, their daughter encouraged a quick movement from the property as she picked up stones and began throwing them his way. He left promptly and did not return nor seek out her parents. And the girl's parents mentioned she often would, shut, would shout at no one and for no apparent reason, and she would throw objects at others. Being Muslim, the family requested a visit by a Muslim cleric for three days. But when he finally showed up, the girl repulsed him. The Muslim parents then decided to seek help from Christian missionaries. And when they showed up, the girl's uncle was none too happy. Because Muslims often detest Christian missionaries. And reluctantly, the uncle let the missionaries in. They shared scripture from the Bible demonstrating Jesus' power 
and authority to confront and defeat the demonic realm. And it was a powerful opportunity to share about prayer and its power, the leader informed, recognizing that this presentation was completely different from their context, which is Islam. The one that had failed them thus far, they requested prayer to the Christian God. So with courage and humility, the leaders prayed. The girl was healed, touched powerfully by God in a way that set her free. Understandably, her parents desired to learn more about Christianity. Everyone listened intently, including the formerly irritated uncle who met us the last time, the leader said. There is more work to do with this family, but progress is happening. So please pray for the girl's family that they will find freedom and salvation in Jesus. That's a great story. I love to hear that. Well, you know it is. And, uh, you know, you think about miracles and signs and wonders and stuff. But there's definitely a move of God. Amen. And we see it on the mission field. And we also see it here in America. But there's so many issues here in America right now that uh, you're going to have to focus on the Lord and pray and seek Him. That's very true. Because there's a lot of things that Are coming and it's going to take prayer period yes it is it's very disturbing so next we're we've got something from forum, uh, forum 18 and I've done stories from forum 18 off and on for quite a few years and this one is on Russia. So it's via forum18.org. Now that's the number 18. So it's forum, F-O-R-U-M, 18, the number 18.org, and you'll find them. And they have uh, a lot of stories coming from uh, over around Europe and Russia and stuff like that. Now this one is interesting because there were Russians protesting the fact that uh, Moscow, you know, Russia had invaded uh, the Ukraine. And they they did not now the people, and, and there's more than just this one story on this because, you know, Russia stops them from protesting. In Moscow, police decided that Rostislav Charushin's poster, quoting three of the Bible's Ten Commandments, including Thou shalt not clear, kill, clearly expresses a negative attitude toward the use of armed forces of the Russian Federation protect the interests of the Russian Federation and its citizens. And I, 
I always uh, think this is, you know, always misleading. It's the same thing in some of our own politics. They didn't like thou shalt not kill because, well, see, the people that put it up don't want Russia and they're killing people like they're doing. And so Putin's intent on being in there. So uh, Forum 18 asked Moscow City Interior Ministry. See, and this is another thing. Forum 18 is able to get in places where most reporters couldn't uh, because they work in this whole area. They work in a lot of Muslim areas, a lot of areas throughout. Um, and they asked the interior minister why police officers had detained. I'm losing some signal here. Well, that isn't good. Yeah. Okay. That should be better. Now. And so they wanted to find out. And uh, he was peacefully expressing his beliefs. And why would such actions be considered discreditation? Discreditation of the armed forces. Now the press office refused to answer and of course they said on grounds of personal data protection but the fact of it is is that Russia don't like anybody. A lot of these countries don't button into their affairs. In February now this is a big name yet Katerina Kukarskaya Skaya I don't see how you can pronounce it. <laughs> I mean to tell you, these names are amazing. I mean, I wouldn't want a long name. I'd, I'd, I don't know if I could remember how to write it down. At any rate, uh, this person put stickers around the regional capital saying, Thou shalt not kill from the Sixth Commandment. And they also had various anti-war slogans. And this is a woman. I thought she was because it's Katerina. And they have a Y-E in front of it. Ye Katerina. Uh, at any rate. And so they charged her in the administrative code. And she was due to appear in the court on the 20th of this month. And so then here's another one. This is a man in Vladivostok. Uh, uh, Vladivostok. And they took him to a psychiatric unit because he protested against the war with a poster of the Sixth Commandment and he was detained twice more in February. That's crazy. And so, you know, the thing of it is, we have people here in this country, a lot of them, that want socialism you have no rights in socialism they're limited they're not like in America and yet we have a lot of kids that have been taught by teachers 
and they, they've been deceived yeah brainwashed yes and so now they like socialism anybody with any brains knows what happens so at any rate it's just the way it is but we can see from this particular article and there's a lot more to it we're not going to go through it but the bottom line of it is is that you know Russia is Russia you know and Putin is you know in his former uh, work work a day job he was part of the KGB uh, and then when so the Soviet Union fell he got other work to do there and of course when he got elected as uh, president or whatever they call him uh, you know he's been doing this job for a long time and uh, now when uh, Trump talked to him when Trump was in office uh, they got some things done matter of fact you know Trump did a, a real good job when he was dealing with North Korea, China and Russia and uh, it was even Putin you know who condemned the the politics that uh, you know that goes against Trump and he was one of those that came out and said that you cheated on the election to keep him from winning and, and that's what they did uh, I think that's clear you know but there's a lot of people that don't want to believe that because uh, they don't want to admit it. But yeah, we know what's right. going on in this country. But uh, there again, I don't want to get into the political parts of this. But needless to say, you know, we can find here, you know, a clear thing. You know, th this is socialism. Socialism is not free. So, it just amazes me. You put up, you know, thou shalt not kill, and automatically they're all offended. Yeah. I think that's ridiculous. It is. It's because they're um, a country without God. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you read Russians. We're at Uganda now. This is via christiannews.net. And, uh, you know, this is another one of these things we don't like. Forty Christian children are lured by a Muslim posing as the leader of a Christian charity and they're offering free education. Oh my goodness. But the police caught up with him, well, two of them, in connection because they had kidnapped 40 Christian children who were lured by this Muslim posing as the leader of a Christian charity. That's terrible. Now, the guy was a 27-year-old. His name is Shiraji. And he had lured children, lured children to a hotel with promises of school scholarships 
and was possibly planning to sell them to a rebel militant group in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. So on February 2nd, police rescued 40 children from thank, that hotel. Thank God. And, you know, it's it's been some thank time ago, Lord. but we have covered the fact that a lot of these Muslim, radical Muslim groups that foment war in Africa, you know, they, they will sell the kids they get, including the girls, They'll marry them, if nothing else. They'll subscript them, you know, conscript them uh, to fight for them. You know, and so, you know, this is just, you know, they, they want to fight so bad, these Muslims. And they want to kill Christians and Jews, among others. And they're a warring religion. Very few of the Muslim countries that really, really do want to have some kind of a peace. And when you're kidnapping kids, in my book, you're worse than the frickin' devil. Yeah, that's right. A pastor in the city first learned of this alleged scam from church members of all people who told him a Christian organization was registering children for scholarship for a school in in another district in central Uganda. I wouldn't want my kids to go. No, I wouldn't either. So parents made use of the opportunity to register for the offer and said the pastor whose name is withheld for security. And then later, an elder of this particular pastor informed him that many children from the church were in a continental hotel in West Nile subregion, not even in the region where they were supposed to be. At least that's what I get from this. And so the pastor got concerned and rang the police to check on the children. And, uh, you know, he wasn't involved in the process. And so the officers rushed the hotel and they found children aged 5 to 16 and learned they had been booked on a bus heading into to the Democratic Republic of Congo. And they were revealed that the guy that was doing it was not a Christian but a Muslim. He disguised himself as a Christian and so that's how come he was able to register them. And uh, this was originally reported to Morning Star News. You know that's irritating. It is. It's you see. And that thank God they the found time. it out. Oh, yeah, I am thankful. Thank God. I mean, can you imagine all them people who are, who are Christians, and they registered their kids for their good so they would have some schooling. Right. Boy, the guilt you would feel. Oh, and, and, this, and this dipwit thought he would take the kids. Thank God he was found out. Thank you, Lord. 
Well, you know, I think they ought to take this guy out and shoot him. Well, there was a woman involved, too. Yeah. Shoot her, too. When you're doing this to children, there shouldn't be any mercy for you. This is... And, and you know, the problem of it is, we hear about this all the time. Yes, all the time. In one way or another, these people prey on kids. You know, when I was a kid, I, I had a hobby, which was raising tropical fish. And one thing I found out, that is when the mama fish had the baby fish, you had to get them out of the way or they'd be eaten. <laughs> and so that was a lesson. You had to have a special tank where when she had these, the babies could drop down below her into another portion of the tank where they're safe, but she can't get to them. And then when they get older, they're fine. But if they're small, she'll eat them. <laughs> and, and I think about the human nature here. You know, and we're always reporting on people taking advantage of children. And I mean, and that's one thing about the border. You know, we're, we're talking sexual things with these kids. Kidnapping them. Oh, I know. Taking them away. It's and horrible. there's also another port, uh, part that is horrifying where uh, these kids are using satanic ceremonies. Now, this is all true. We have covered this stuff. And we, ha we, you know, took it from references and actual occurrence. This stuff happens. And it, it just is, you know, if, if it irritates me, it irritates the Lord. It bothers him. But he handles it different. He, you know, he said, you know, he warned about those who would hurt these children or a little one. It would be better if a millstone was thrown around that was tied to their neck and they were thrown into the depths of the sea. It'd be better for them to have that done than actually stand before the Lord on the day of judgment. That's scary. Yeah. So if you think it's bad with a millstone around your neck being thrown into the depths of the sea, think what 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 the other judgment's gonna be. God is not going to allow people who take advantage of these children. Now that includes also another aspect, and that is abortion, and that is also under blood guilt, where these people in America want to kill a baby all the way up to, I think it's nine months after they've been born. Oh, now, I don't know. I was, I, last I knew it was a month, but... Things no, it, it it it's it's further than that because that came out not too long ago. And so they're all mad that there's people that don't like this. And so, you know, let me kill babies. I mean, can you imagine that even one month after? I can't imagine even aborting them. How can they be so cold-hearted and hard-hearted and wicked to kill a baby. Well, there's loss of natural affection. That's the biggest. Yeah. And That's you, what Paul said. Well, and you see 
parents and step-parents and grandparents involved in murders of the children. It's just horrifying. It is. And and I just I, I just hate this kind of thing going on. Oh, me too. You know, if there's one thing I hate, I hate adults doing this to kids. They can't even protect themselves. You know, for that matter, Joe Biden's daughter... Uh, she is on social media and I've seen her several times on social media and the only posts I've ever seen her put up was is that my dad molested me in the shower many times so I want to know why is he still the president and why hasn't someone taken that fart of a president and done something with him who knows so make no mistake the Biden administration is wicked it's corrupt and there's parts of this nation that is vile and corrupt so at any rate you ready for years yes this is becoming a Christian this comes to us from CBN, Christian Broadcast Network. And it's unorthodox evangelist artist reaches unlikely audience. And this is from a story about a world-class artist. Reverend Billy Graham once said, Sincerity is the biggest part of selling anything, including the Christian plan of salvation. In London, CBN, met news, CBN News met a renowned artist whose sincere search for God has made him a most unlikely evangelist. Charlie McKay, um, I think it's McCaskey, McCaskey? Charlie McKeskey has been described as a world-class artist selling artwork to the likes of Whoopi Goldberg and Sting. He invited CBN News into his home, which doubles as an art studio in the Brixton neighborhood of London. Surrounded by dozens of his paintings and drawings, we asked him when he discovered he had artistic ability. It's a good question. I mean, I think I probably knew that I could draw at school, but I think you need a reason to draw. And he said he found that reason 25 years ago in a London park. An atheist at the time, he said he had a feeling that there must be more to this than meets the eye. And he says, Jesus quietly introduced me to a journey into finding people really beautiful, which is how my art really began. Because I felt inside me he was going, look, how beautiful is that guy sitting on that bench? And I would have never noticed him before. And one of his most notable works is a bronze sculpture called The Return of the Prodigal Son, wherein Charlie captures the raw emotion of the familiar parable. It's located at Holy Trinity Brompton, one of the most influential churches in the Church of England. McKeskey is a popular speaker in England, particularly with unbelievers. Charlie 
appeals to people outside of the church because he's not what they expect. You know, when you have that sort of picture of the evangelist, you don't picture Charlie McKeskey. And I think that's what's so wonderful about him. He can be a bit unorthodox. Like one day, he told the story of hearing a gospel song for the first time at a music festival inside a portable toilet that was so filthy he stood on the seat to avoid the overflow. Describing the scene to the congregation, he played the gospel song, Oh Happy Day, performed by the Edwin Hawkins singers. McKeskey related how the song pierced through his atheism, moving him to tears. And he says, in the loo, that's what they call the toilet, in the loo, bawling, he said, atheist, atheist, bawling. He's very humble and very unpretentious, Gumbles says. He tells stories about himself. And he said, I didn't really know what had happened to me, but as I was feeling it, my foot slipped and I went up to here in the poo. <laughs> and he realized that they were um, naughty people, unreligious people. People, what did he say? Oh, um, while McKeskey's stories may not be the faint of heart, for the faint of heart, he points out that the closest to Jesus, the disciples, could also be described as objectional. I realized that they were naughty people, unreligious people, people who didn't really have a religious etiquette and probably wouldn't be welcomed in the church. After the congregation recovers from the most graphic part of his Lou story, he points out, I thought Christianity was, be clean, come to church, be nice, don't use the F word, and you'll be accepted and, and liked because that's the thing. And if you want to belong, be a certain way. And he says, you're, lover, you're loved. You're loved as you are, covered in whatever is, it is, on the outside and on the inside. Yeah, that's a good story, huh? Yeah, it really is. And I bet he reaches a lot of people because of his unorthodox ways. Well, you know, and I can relate to that particular incident. So, <laughs> yeah, sirree. Yeah, but if you're squeamish, yeah, yeah. You, you'd have a few issues with that. I wouldn't have been in there with the stuff up to the top. But, you know, here's the guy, and, and if he never had much... Uh, discipleship training you know there's a lot of things you know that um, he hasn't been taught and but the one thing he had was natural talent which he used yeah and there's nothing better than natural talent I've seen people that you know can draw beautiful or paint beautiful and it's just like they take out a brush and they, you know, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Well, we're over in North Dakota now because a bunch of lawmakers turned the back on, on a chaplain. It was in the Senate there and they turned their backs on the chaplain. Um, this says last month, but this is, we've had this story for a bit. Uh, it goes back to February 8th. And uh, 
she led the politicians in prayer and you know it was supposed to be a display you know we're all unified and all this and you're looking to God and her name is Dr. Leanne Simmons uh, she's uh, the reverend or the pastor of the First Presbyterian Church of Bismarck and we've been up in Bismarck and uh, she said when I saw it though my first reaction is oh that looks really ugly well turning your back is ugly but you see at the start of each floor session Simmons one of the many local religious leaders to deliver the invocation inside the state cup of capital was praying over the senate on February 8th uh, and then a couple of Republicans turned away from the minister as she spoke. And w what it was, was a universal prayer. And, uh, you know, this says, Creator of the universe and all people therein, you who formed humankind in your image, placing them in this world in all their diversity, differing colors, genders, races, ethnicities, and language. We praise you for the splendor of, of your creation and the love that motivated your hand on this earth. She says, when I was praying about pluralism and diversity, genders and races, that was the point at which they looked at each other and turned. And <clears throat> And she says that seems like a kind of benign prayer, but see, there, there there is an issue here. Yes. You know, I don't pray in the name of the Creator of the universe. He is Creator of all things. But the bottom line of it is, He is our God and our Father, and you pray in Jesus' name. Amen. That's right. And so, you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be interested in having her pray. And she's seeing the other issue is she's supposed to be a Christian minister with a Christian denomination. See, and in today's world, in America or over here, you know, somewhere else, you know, you have Christian ministers that pray, but they're not praying, you know, according to scriptural bounds. And, uh, you know, I, I just won't do that. And I, I don't agree with it. And, of course, her church is, set, is associated uh, with the Presbyterian Church. And if you know anything about them, they're very progressive. And they uh, ordain those who identify with the LGBT community. And, of course, that's all politically motivated. But, see, if you want the power of God, if you want the real truth, and if you want redemption, you need to understand that there's only one God and our Father and one Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Period. Amen. And there's only one name whereby you can be saved, and that is through Christ Jesus. There's no other. 
So, you know, and I wanted to bring this out because today in America and around the world, there are people that do that. There are denominations that will, uh, you know, everybody's open to it and they can come in and do whatever they want to. But the bottom line of it is redemption is not that way. And salvation is not that way. And if, if you think you're saved because you go in there and some dude up there that's supposed to be the minister knowingly knows that, that you're in a lifestyle that, that is opposed to the biblical mandate for, for salvation and redemption, um, then he's an anthema. And you shouldn't have anything to do with him or her. So there is that's that. Right. Now, you know, you have a choice too. You can you can uh, believe what you want to believe because we're in that time. You know, you don't have to take my word for it. You go out and do what you want and then at the end of days, you know, when you stand before the Lord, you'll find the truth. I'm telling you the truth. And we need to be less political in our churches and more apostolic, getting back to what the Lord taught the apostles and what the apostles taught the first church. Because a church is not going to get you to heaven. You must be born again by the Spirit, John 1. No, John 3. You must receive him, John chapter 1. And in 1 John 1, it says, If we walk in the light as he is the light, then we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ the Son will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You have to be in the light of Jesus. You have to walk as he walked. You have to be born again by the Spirit. There has to be, it's a supernatural being born again. It's not done by the will of man. So, that's where we're at on that. <laughs> There's a lot of things going on in North Dakota. Yeah. And uh, they said, however, there's some of them that saw her prayer as as not a benign prayer. They considered it uh, as people lobbying from the prayer pulpit as something we don't believe in. Yeah, that's right. And he believes, this one guy believes Simmons was using her spiritual platform to make a political statement about the transgender bills the lawmakers would be voting on. And that's true. Yep. I believe that. One of the bills before the North Dakota lawmakers would make it a Class B uh, felony equatable to manslaughter and punishable by up to 10 years in prison and a $20,000 fine to perform transgender-related surgeries on minors. According to God's Word, people who are called to preach God's Word are held to a higher level of accountability. And of course, the Presbyterian Church is very progressive. I could get into details, but I'm not going to. So, I wanted to be sure and cover that. Yeah, that's a good story. I'm glad you did. And 
because you gotta separate the fruits from the nuts you gotta make sure you know you need to stick in the word of God you need to stick with what it says and don't go with those who screw the word of God around every which way but loose and come up with a different conclusion you have to keep the context of what is taught and you need to teach and preach the truth witness the truth I don't give one iota for what denominations there are I want to know are they preaching Jesus Christ of Nazareth and his father are they preaching the gospel that was as Jesus Yahshua gave it that's what matters that's right so with that we got through that we've been through let's see we were in Uganda in Russia in India we really got around this time the UK <laughs> yeah we should be tired that's a lot of traveling yeah So at any rate... In Lebanon? Yeah, we were a lot of places. <laughs> yeah, and we got a few minutes that we can uh, close her out. Well, I think it's exciting to see what God's doing around the world in these last days and in the United States. Yeah. And, uh, and no matter what happens, we are going to... We are the victors. We're yeah. going to win triumphantly. Live or die in Jesus Christ. We are triumphant. We are triumphant. Amen. We are. And that's all there is to it. Thank do not you, fear Jesus. what men can do unto you, but fear him who can kill the body and destroy the soul in hell. Yeah. And the, Yea, fear him. The fear of man brings a snare, but whoso trusts in the Lord shall be safe. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. That's right. So, and be sure is, you know Yahshua. He is true to his word, and he is faithful. Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And come to him, especially now. So, we're going to have to close her out, okay. Tower. Good night, everybody. Thank you for being here with us. It's always a pleasure. We love you. We pray for you. We pray for your safety and your well-being. We always hope the best for you in Christ Jesus. Please pray for your brethren around the world. And pray for us as we pray for you. We love you. And good night, everybody. Don't forget to go by our websites at warren-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Listen to the shows. Read the articles. You can send us a contact message through our contact page. But check out the shows, check out the articles, and share them with your friends. Until next time, friends, take care of yourselves. May the Lord bless you. May he lead you and guide you. And keep you and your loved ones safe. Shalom, everybody.
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.